Welcome to Nonprofits Let's Cut to the Chase, a micro podcast series brought to you by the Greater Cincinnati Nonprofit News, your connection for nonprofit news and jobs. In each episode, you will join Jane Page Steiner, owner and publisher of the Greater Cincinnati Nonprofit News, as she talks with leaders and professionals about topics and issues of interest to the nonprofit community. Tune in as we cut to the chase and help you quickly gain knowledge and insights on important nonprofit issues. Welcome to Nonprofits Let's Cut to the Chase. I'm your host, Jane Page Steiner. Effectively engaging your board in fundraising can often be challenging and frustrating. Are your board members able to share with donors their passion for your mission? Does your board have a deep understanding of your organization's vision? Is your board president partnering with the staff leadership to educate and engage your board in fundraising efforts? Join us today as we speak with Stephanie Bird, the regional CEO of the American Red Cross of Central and Southern Ohio region about partnering with your leadership and fundraising. So welcome, Stephanie. We're so glad you're here today. Thanks, Jane. Glad to be here. So before we get started, I want to remind our listeners to stick around till the end of the podcast when we'll hear a fun joke from Stephanie, as we always like to end with a smile. Also, to learn more about Stephanie or how to contact Stephanie, go to our podcast page on our website at jpsnonprofit.com. So Stephanie, let's jump right in and cut to the chase. We all know boards play a critical role in fundraising, but we still see so many boards resisting, engaging in fundraising efforts. Can you share some ways you have found helpful in setting the stage to get board members engaged in fundraising? Absolutely, and thank you so much for um, including me in this conversation. Um, I have um, been very, very fortunate to work with boards that are supportive of the mission of our organization. And I'm gonna speak about the Red Cross in particular, because that's where I've had my most recent and probably deepest uh, board relationships in, in recent years. And I see the board really as my partner in helping us reach the resources that we need in order to carry out our mission. And for me, it has been key to connect the board to the mission as much as is possible. Uh, We've got a very compelling mission at the Red Cross to alleviate human suffering in the face of emergencies by mobilizing volunteers and the generosity of donors. And so it's, it's easy to remember and it gets at the heartstrings because you're helping people when you need when they need you the most. And so uh, we really ask that our board um, develop if they don't already have their Red Cross story. Uh, and so connecting them to our mission either because of their existing story or getting them to go out and help in a, a given a mission related activity helps them to really feel the Red Cross and experience it more up close and personal. And that makes it more uh, possible for them to tell the story when we're asking them to engage in our fundraising efforts. Uh, it's important to have um, your, your board members um, as a part of our fundraising team. And so uh, we do ask that our board members make a donation to the Red Cross, but that they also help connect us to others in the community who can help us raise the resources that are needed for us to, um, to fulfill our mission. 
Well, so sort of related to that, you know, my experience, I think sometimes board members can be very anxious about speaking with potential donors, right? That they may feel like they don't know what to say or just this is just new territory for them. Have you come across any strategies or ideas about how to address that and sort of ease that anxiety for them? Oh, absolutely. So we don't we don't have them make the ask for us necessarily. I think philosophically for me, it's important that our um, fundraising team um, also have a relationship with our board. And what we ask of them is that either they um, tell us of a connection that they have, um, that they open the door by making that connection for us, or that they make the ask for us. And it really depends on their comfort level as to which one of those they are willing to do. And so if they're not comfortable um, making the ask, but will make an introduction, we will take that introduction and go from there. Uh, if they are comfortable making the ask because they have a story that they want to share, uh, they're comfortable um, doing that because, you know, asking for money is sometimes easier for some than others, then we will certainly uh, take advantage of that and have them make the ask. But more likely than not, um, they are telling us what connections they have, making the introduction, and then our fundraising team or I will then meet with that individual and make the ask after building the relationship. So we give them some options as to how to go about it. No, I think that makes perfect sense. And depending on their scheduling too, and their availability, that probably makes it easier um, as you try to schedule and meet with donors. So what role do you think the board president should play in leading and supporting the fundraising efforts? Mm. They, we have a, a, our board chair, as well as our philanthropy committee chair, really do lead the fundraising efforts. And, and I am very, very grateful for my board chair, uh, Dave Meyer. He's a partner with EY. Uh, and he is all in um, with our fundraising efforts and has been. He was our philanthropy philanthropy chair at one time. And um, he he takes it personally, not, not in that his feelings are hurt if you say no, but he owns the responsibility. And so um, if we have our board campaign, which is our annual effort to um, raise funds through our board members, um, he is the chief cheerleader along with our philanthropy committee chair in asking the board to, to, to give. Um, he uh, actually created a challenge for his work team uh, to make a donation to their charity of choice. But in doing so, if they raised a certain amount of money, he would dive headfirst into a swimming pool. Uh, oh. Fully clothed, and he did I it because they, you know, they 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 took him at the challenge. They raised the money, they exceeded the goal, and in he went, fully clothed, on video into the pool. And so he he's willing to go that extra mile um, to make the case for forgiving. No, I, I that's wonderful, and I love the idea of jumping in a pool. I think that just creates so much fun around it, and I bet that did encourage a lot of board members just so they could see that. That's, that's a great strategy. Before we get back to our interview, need help recruiting experienced and qualified applicants for your nonprofit job openings? Posting your job openings with the Greater Cincinnati Nonprofit News will help you reach thousands of experienced nonprofit professionals each week. To learn more, go to our jobs page at jpsnonprofit.com. So the other thing, um, you know, you've been working with boards throughout your extensive career in the nonprofit community. You know, 
is you think about what you've learned, what would you say are some do's and don'ts when you think about engaging a board in fundraising? Sure. You know, while your board is your partner in, in fundraising, people have different strengths and interests and not everyone sees themselves as a fundraiser. And I think you serve your organization and your surf, your, yourself well by, by knowing what your board members' interests are um, and engaging them in a way that they're comfortable with. And so, you know, you can't expect someone who may not have a wide network to help achieve a, a fundraising goal, but they may be the best person in helping us uh, deliver a mission. And so we do surveys every year to find out what their interests are. Um, and we ask them what committees they're interested in being on. Um, we do ask that they make a personal gift and that may be the full extent to which they can go. Um, but it's important to really understand that and not, not expect more than is appropriate. Uh, but where they are interested, make sure that you're taking advantage of that interest and involving them in that way. Because um, engagement is different from one board member to the next. Um, and it's, it's knowing how they want to be engaged and then making sure that you follow up and do that. I, I like the idea of the survey. Have you found that very effective, like just sort of making them think about it and writing it down? Yeah. And, you know, uh, we, we did one recently. Uh, we, we started out with a very low response rate uh, and we kept going back, you know, to those who hadn't responded and we got a better response rate. And now we're going to have one on ones. Uh, with those who didn't respond, just because, you know, not everyone, you know, looks at surveys or we may be in someone's junk email. And so we don't want to miss that opportunity to sit down with that person and say, hey, this is, these are the things that we need. Um, are these areas that you're interested in and how can you plug in? You know, the other thing, I guess, sort of related to that, I mean, I think it's now pretty standard policy that most nonprofits require board members to do 100% board giving. I mean, I think that's, fairly common practice now. Yeah. I mean, but I still hear a lot of boards struggling with that and organizations struggling with getting that 100% of board giving. I mean, do you have any thoughts or strategies or things you've seen used to, to, to make that happen or and or to address that board member that isn't doing that? Yeah, it's, it, it is, it's a challenge. It's a challenge because you want people to give because they want to, not because they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, our, our, our board chair um, has been very um, uh, empathetic, but also clear that um, giving is a responsibility when you're asking for support from your community. And if you're not able to, and as an organization, we're not, not able to say, you know, we ask our board to give or expected our board to give because that's an indication that they support our mission as we're asking others to support our mission. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, that makes a lot of sense uh, when you're a nonprofit asking for support from the community. If you're not getting it from the very leaders who are helping you um, uh, deliver the mission in, in the community. And so um, where it's it's been even more of a challenge is when you have an expected amount uh, that you're asking board members to give and that amount may be beyond what is reasonable or possible given their own um, their own uh, resources. And so uh, we do have a requested amount 
um, given the size of our board. And um, we do have some parameters around that that make it a little bit easier to accept that board member who's not able to give at that level. Um, but we we really do stick to that whatever that amount is and then look at our overall giving to make sure that on average we're at that expected amount. So it gives us a little leeway to ex, um, accept less from some, mm -hmm. but we also know that we get a lot more from others. And uh, we don't necessarily publicize that we get more from others, but the only reason that we're able to accept less from some is because we do um, have a very generous board who has a range in their ability to give. And it's that range that allows us to get to the average expected. Does that make sense? It does. And thank you. I, that's an interesting approach because I think then that way you've got sort of an amount that you're shooting for and the goal is to get to that amount. And so then that gives you some leeway is how you get there, I guess, if I'm hearing you correctly. Right. So our time's about up. Do you have any final thoughts before we uh, check out? Um, you know, I think that um, we make it more difficult than it is. And that's not to say that it's, it's not difficult, but your board wants to help. Uh, they have different, different ways of being able to do that. And so if you accept that making a connection and an introduction is um, sufficient, and you know, helping get a door open that may be a door that's wide open for opportunity, um, we should call that a success mm -hmm. and, and not uh, stress over the fact that not everyone is helping us to get those six-figure donations. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's you know, um, tempering our requests and expectations to the ability of the individual on the board and, um, you know, allow the, the small wins to be the ones that lead to the big wins. And sometimes that's that's all you can ask for and that's enough. Um, because if you look at look at the collective whole of what you're able to get from your board, um, you know, you're gonna be able to get to your goal because you're connecting them to the mission and they make it a part of who they are because they're connected to the mission. So um, I think it's uh, not stressed, but really look at how your mission is able to um, create the relationships that will um, help you achieve your financial goals. Okay. Well, I'm so appreciative of you being here today, Stephanie. I think you've shared some great insights and ideas for other nonprofit professionals to take advantage of. So thank you again. Um, so are you ready to share your joke? Okay. What happened when the blue ship and the red ship collided at sea? Okay. So what happened when the blue ship and the red ship collided at sea? Their crews were marooned. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. That's a great one to share at your next event or meeting. Thanks. That's a, that's a lot of fun. Well, thanks for joining us. And don't forget, it's easy to share our podcast with your colleagues, board members, and volunteers. You can listen and share our episodes from our podcast page on our website at jpsnonprofit.com. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple, Google, and other podcasting platforms. Subscribe and leave a review if you like the show. Thanks for listening and join us next time for Nonprofits Let's Cut to the Chase.